Hey, Brooke, how you doing today? Pretty good. How are you? Awesome. Good to see you. And and I'm seeing right now it's 113 on 213. That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Love the 13s. 13's my thing. Oh my gosh. I've been seeing them all week this week. Now I've been, they've always been my thing, but man, these last couple months, 13 or 31 has been everywhere. Yes. Every house I've gone to, every like, I can't, yeah, 13s and 31s are everywhere. Yeah, I've been seeing it a lot for the past, uh, I guess, like week and a half, maybe, maybe week, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, um, we have a very, very awesome show today. We, so, so much of the information that, that Brooke and I have been getting uh, over the past, however long, over several podcasts, I feel like has led us to a point where we're going to talk a lot about the specific ways in which information comes to us. So like if you're practicing mediumship or you're looking to develop it more, we're going to talk about the ways in which the information comes in. And, and I'll share some stories uh, that I get or have gotten and, you know, hopefully they resonate and you guys can take that and start to develop yourselves because I feel like the time has come. I feel like the world right now is really coming together on a, not on a governmental front. Actually, I feel like they're causing a lot of fraction uh, uh, within the, the world, but the people itself are starting to come together on a much higher conscious level. So there's an outer story playing out. Yeah. You know, and that's like this human story that's like happening out here, you know, yep. and the biggest thing to keep in mind moving forward and whether you know it or not, you've been getting trained for the last couple of years in this yep. and it is finding your inner peace mm-hmm. and staying in here with your peace yep. because stuff's going to get crazy. Yes. You know, it's at the, the story that has to play out out here is going to get maybe a little icky. And, but so moving forward now and whether you know it or not you have been getting training on your inner peace and you know we we, me and Chris talk all the time about that heart space that heart space that heart space and you know we've got to get out of this head space to where it's like oh the news all this all that and we've got to learn to stay in the heart space and the biggest reminder is when things are going wrong in your thoughts and what's going on out here to remind you okay it's time to go into your heart space you know so we're going to keep this inner peace while uh, some outer things are playing out. Exactly. But yeah. a tool that we all have to help us with that inner peace is our connection to the divine and your ability to receive that communication that they offer all of us. Yes. Now, all of us, exactly. all of us, we are all intuitive. Every last one of us. It's just, it's, if you are, stopping with the hustle and bustle and being open enough to understand that you are getting stuff. Exactly. And now the, what we're going to talk about is about the communication that we receive as an individual internally. And what I mean by that is externally, you get messages every day through the birds you see through the trees you see through uh, numbers on the board or numbers on the clock, whatever. Those are all external means of communication. You might even have a human that walks up to you out of nowhere and gives you a message that that happens all the time yeah. where you're, but that's all external. You, we want to talk about today, how you receive communication internally. And what I will start, I'll preface it by saying, um, it is very subtle at times. Other times, not so much, but most more often than not, it is extremely subtle. And that's where the meditation aspect helps because meditation helps you with the awareness enough to notice the baselines within you, whether it be your energy, your thoughts, your whatever it is, the baseline helps you distinguish between how you typically are and something new that's coming in. So there are... Uh, about five different, what they call clairs. And I'm sure a lot of you have heard them. Uh, We'll go through them individually uh, with more um, detail, but you have your clairvoyance, which is your seeing. You have your clairsentient, which is your feeling, your ability to pick up energy. Empaths are all about that, that clairsentient ability. Um, Oh, I wish I knew we were talking about this because they're... um 
oh, I can't remember. I'll have to look into it for next podcast. There is a difference between clairsentient and um, empath. Although most empaths are, if you are a clairsentient, you are definitely an empath. You yes. know, but it's like if you're an empath, you're not necessarily a clairsentient. Um, there was, we talked about it before. Yes, now I'm gonna I look do this remember. up again. Yeah. yeah. Which and that was an interesting channel too, because that was stuff I didn't even I didn't know. You know, I forget uh, who gave us that, but yeah, that was interesting. So, all right, so we have clairvoyance, clairsentient, claircognition, which is uh, an inner knowing. Sometimes you just you're like, I don't know how I know. I just know. Um, also could be like part of the intuitive mind as well. Um, Claire audience where you're healing, I'm sorry, hearing. <laughs> so you can audibly hear, uh, something or somebody talking to you or providing you with information. There's a, uh, Claire, um, there's, it's called Claire tangency, which is the ability to touch something and get information from it. Yeah, which is I've done that before. Um, interesting. It's not my primary way, but I have gotten some information from objects before for people as well. It's really fascinating how all that works. And then there's uh, I apologize because I forget the one for smell, uh, but it's basically where you can pick up smells. And yeah, like and, and, and a lot of people you guys might you have you smell a cigar and it's like oh my gosh that's like grandpa's cigar you know mm -hmm. that kind of that kind of thing um i don't do any work with that um but people do have that ability to pick up smells yeah. and uh get some information from it however let's start with the clairvoyant aspect because that's one that you hear a lot about um clairvoyance is the ability to see and a huge way in which so many of us get information. Clairvoyance, I will tell you, comes through a third eye. And in addition to being clairvoyant, it's a lot of wisdom comes through that third eye as well. So if you're developing your mediumship ability or the ability to receive communication from spirit, even if you don't want to be a medium, but you want to communicate with your guides or something, it is a being developing your third eye and open that up is a great way to start that process out. Uh, because not only is it the ability to see clairvoyance, you can see, but you also are acquiring wisdom through the third eye. So huge, huge uh, gift that you want to develop. One of the first ones that you begin to work on. And in all of them, you again, want to start in my professional opinion, you want to start with meditation because you establish the baseline. You get to know yourself on a, in a base level. And sometimes when these, you can be, these images can come through so quickly that it, and so very subtly that if you, if you really aren't aware enough, you miss it. And I'll give you yeah. for instance, the other, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think the most important thing why meditation is so connected with that is that so in my waking hours, I don't see because I'm usually at a high, like my, um, the vibration my brain is at, is not at that. Well, you are meditating, you are more in, I could be wrong, I want to say it's the theta, mm -hmm. you're more in like this theta state. Mm -hmm. And so that is when um, this information more comes in. So like I said, in my sleeping hours, or you guys might notice that time that I don't know if you get up and hop right out of bed, but don't lay there a little bit in the morning while mm -hmm. you're in that like in between state. Yep. And uh, you, that's kind of like that theta state. So when you are meditating, you're slowing everything down, opening that part up, you yeah. know? Totally. Yeah. Actually, I've gotten a lot of messages. And one thing that I tell a lot of people that I work with uh, is that even when you wake up in the middle of the night and you're just rolling over, practice taking a second as you're falling back asleep to just look into the third eye and stay in that space. So many messages come through during the time Brooke said and that sleep. I just time. always forget them. I mean, even last night, I kind of have a hint. Um, I don't know if anybody else has this. I, I have a hint to when my third eye is going 
because when my eyes are closed, I kind of see this like um, it's like a steady womp womp. Mm-hmm. It like mm-hmm. looks like it's like a violet light kind of. It's like a yep. dark. Sometimes it's blackish. Sometimes it's but it's like that's when I know that something is happening there. I just see this steady like repeating like womp womp thing. <laughs> Yo, that is interesting because I see something very similar. So yeah. that is okay. Wow, that is interesting. So I see. When I, in those nights, in the nights and the mornings, when I'm beginning, when I'm, when I'm about to see something, my third eye just starts to act up and I see it, it doesn't come in and out. What it does is um, it just, my third eye almost like lights up with golden white light and it looks like I'm flying through stars. Ah. So very interesting. Wow. That's interesting. I first noticed it when I started meditating is when I first noticed it. I'd be laying there in a the yeah. meditation. And I'm like, and I would just concentrate on that because I'm like, what is that? And it to me, I thought it, it felt like it was like this steady, like a, kind of like a repeating of it going out. And then later I was told like, no, it's actually stuff coming in. Yep. And I was like, oh, okay. Interesting. Wow. But it'll happen to me in the middle of the night and stuff. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, all right. I'll give you another, I'll give you another thing here. There are two third eyes. Now, this sounds a little weird, and what I mean by that is you have the third eye that Brooke and I are talking about where you close your eyes and you can still see this darkness, or you might see colors like the one, you know, what Brooke was saying, or you see the, the, the like where I see the, the shooting stars almost of golden white light. But then if I were to tell you to picture a rose in your mind, you know, if you have your, your, your eyes closed and I say, okay, picture a rose. And you see that rose in your mind, or I say picture the moon and you can see the moon in your eyes, in your mind, that is your creative third of mind, third eye. So there are two, you have the primary one where you shut your eyes and you see that, that darkness or that color right there in front of you, but you have the creative third eye, which a ton of information comes through. So these images at times are just presented to you and you might not even know why at that moment. And, I, and I'll tell you, there's, there are so many, me- I would say more often than not, you get more messages from your, your creative third eye than you do from your primary third eye. Gotcha. So, so, and I'll give you a tip if you want to develop that. If you close your eyes, I usually give people about 12 different random objects. The moon, the rose are two of them. Uh, you could say a tree, you could say the grass, picture a field, whatever, and just rattle these off in your mind, these different images. And you stay with that image, you, you acquire the image, you see it, and then you stay with it for about a second and try to pick up as much detail as you can. You do that for a specific purpose because the images that you're getting from spirit is, are so quick. They don't sit there and like just dwell in your mind. They're like, real quick and so you want to be aware enough to notice that when it does come in okay that was a shift i got an image i know at least this and and then you can write down or record something that you got from that i'll have to work on that because i don't think i uh that's not something i've worked on or tapped into because like i've you guys have heard me say a billion times i don't see things you know what i mean but i have friends who get literal like flashes of events like whether something's going to happen something did happen or you know i have friends that get these like flashes they said they're like movies but they're like so fast yes you know i mean that's i get information like that but i don't get pictures like i get information within like a second beginning to end answering all questions in between within like seconds but i don't get pictures but i will work on it and see if it's uh somebody but like we were saying we all work differently you know it's like, I, I'll see people doing something. I'm like, man, that's what I want to do, mm-hmm. you know? And then it's like, okay, but like, this is your thing. So, you know, <laughs> that is such a great point, Brooke. And I will tell you when I first started this journey, I wanted my third, I wanted to see every spirit in front of me. And believe me, there are spirits around you all the time. 
but I used to want to see spirits everywhere. I kind of like that sixth sense thing where that little kid see all these ghosts and spirits around them. I wanted that so bad, but that is definitely not what my forte is. It's not what I'm strong at. And I do see images, but um, not like that at all. That clairvoyance is not my strong point. I can do it. And I, and I do get a lot from it, but it's not my strongest. Yeah. So um, some really good tips on that clairvoyance thing. Uh, and, and, and I'll tell you guys, the reason that we're giving you this is because it's time for love to really step up and be the, you, you know, as we said in the beginning, there's something that's obviously something's happening in this world and people are starting to realize that love is the answer and only in love can we acquire and accomplish what it is we're looking for. So we can't be messing around anymore. It's not, it's not time for, you know, dwelling in the past or dwelling in things we can't control. It's time to create what it is we're looking for, create the loving uh, uh, and the external design. is trying to create a huge distraction yeah. to keep you from going in. Exactly. So a lot of people just have to be watching the news right now, or they have to be reading an article right now. A lot of it is distraction, exactly. You know, to keep you out of your heart space. Yep. yep. And before we get into this next one, that's exactly right, Brooke. And the thing is, we first and foremost, beyond the meditation aspect of all of this believe you have to trust trust that you have the ability trust that you are developing you do not go into this and sit and say oh well i'm going to be a medium when i can do this or i'm going to acquire the information from the spiritual realm when i do this no 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 that it no 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 you are it already and you must step into that belief system as we said in the in 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 several podcasts ago stop teetering that is the biggest thing that this podcast has taught me is that like you know for the first time you just interviewed me it's like i i didn't know what to say or do i didn't know anything about any of this stuff or i didn't you all do. It's all inside of us. Exactly. Everything's inside of us. So, but when you first interviewed me, I'm like, I don't want, you know, and then as the podcast went on and stuff would just flow, I'm like, oh my gosh, how do I know this stuff? Oh my. So it's like, yeah, you just have to do it. You exactly. just have to do it, exactly. you know? <laughs> totally. All right. So that's exactly right, Brooke. And thank you for sharing that. It's so true. Um, all right. So the next one is your clairsentient ability, which we have discussed before about clairsentience and empaths, you know, having that ability that's, to feel. That's my thing. My thing is the clairsentient. That's now, tell, tell me about that. Like, how do you, what do you, what happens with you? It's, I mean, I, and I, like, I think it's, it's hard to explain because there's a lot of things that as us individuals, we think is just common sense. We think it's just something everybody knows or everybody does. And I didn't realize until I was older that, you know, I can go into a situation, whether I walk into a room or whether I, and I know that there's animosity between this person and that person. I can see that that person is nervous because they know about the animosity between, you know, it's like, and I can see the whole situation going on, which I thought everybody mm-hmm. did that. Mm-hmm. And now I say to my husband, like, oh, like he's really, you know, and he's like, what are you talking about? Like, we're having a great time. Like, and I'm like, Oh, okay. So I realized that not everybody does do that, but Mm. (laughs) I just know how everybody is feeling like in every situation that I'm in, you know? Yeah, Yeah. man. I can tell that this person, their guilt is kicking in right now. This person is acting out of fear right now. This person over here is trying so hard to be in love and act in love with the other stuff that's going on, but it's hard because of this fear and this guilt over here. That's going, yeah, it's just everything. (laughs) Wow. But if you ask them, they'll be like, what are you talking about? I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. now, well, and I'll tell you this, guys, that the clairsentient ability is the ability to feel um, and to notice like the energy in a room, the energy of a person, um, but also what could come of that. So like all of these clairs, as you're beginning to see, there are different aspects to them you know um sometimes there are instances where not only can i feel the energy in a room but sometimes i'll actually feel the energy of spirit and 
I'll, I'll be sitting in a room, say, for instance, the classroom with students, and I'll start feeling, um, or I'll just, I, I will just, I'll start feeling energy on my right, on the right <laughs> side of my body. And then other times I'll feel it on left, but I will tell you that there is a, there is a significance to those sides. Um, but what I, the point of today's podcast is not to get into that kind of detail, but to get into the detail of there, there is something to that. There is a reason that you're feeling it on sides. There's a reason that you're feel reason that you're feeling it in general. And what you can do with it is when you feel it, take a moment to just clear your mind and you could do this with your eyes open, just release thought all you're doing is focusing your mind on that feeling okay what do i feel don't judge it just sit there with it okay am i getting any other information with that or is it just the feeling and i got a tip the other day um because there's a lot of things we just don't know how to put into words verbally and i think it was like eckhart toll i was oh like, yeah mm -hmm. a thing popped up the other day and a way to practice that is to look at something but like I said I always use the skies for example because it's always there you know mm -hmm. so um you know like he was saying you look at the sky but he was like with nothing like you don't look at the sky to go oh the sky is beautiful you don't look at the sky to go oh look at those clouds you're just looking at the sky exactly and you start practicing by you know not feeling like you have to comment on the clouds you're not feeling like you have to you know you can do that to get all that out of the way but you want to get to a point where you are just looking with no thoughts of judgment about the sky or thoughts of anything, you know, but sky is just a good practice thing. Cause it's always there. Totally. The sky, yeah. your breath, your, your breathing <laughs> yes. in general, feeling your breath all. And, and that's one of the reasons that they say to focus on your breath because it is always there. Yeah. So even if like you're indoors, you know, you can focus on the breath or Absolutely. focus on the sky or the roof, the ceiling, whatever. It doesn't even matter what you focus on. As long as you're aware that yeah. is, it's, and, and that's all meditation is. It's a focus of the mind. And so, of course, in the beginning, it's hard because you're like, I'm not thinking of anything. I'm not thinking, oh wait, I'm thinking of something because I'm trying to think of anything, you know, but it's like, <laughs> you know, you just sit there and let all those things come up and you'll, it'll eventually just happen. You know, practice all of this is just we you really do have to practice and yeah. i hate practicing you know i just want to jump right into things yeah. but from my experience thus far it is all practice but then all of a sudden it just does start happening naturally yeah you know, the more you practice and and as we said earlier you have to trust so when you're in these states you're trying to develop these clairs and you're in the state where your mind is clear and information comes in if you were not thinking about that, you know, that's communication. I'll give you, for instance, I've been telling you guys about the, the owls, right? Uh, and that I'm, they've been talking to me for a long time, but I've yet to see one in the wild. And, and I am working hard to do that. I literally was spent the entire weekend in Delaware this weekend looking for owls the past several weekends going all over Pennsylvania, all over Delaware, looking for owls. You didn't come to my yard. Do you have one in there? Like I said, the, the other day, one just flew by. But yeah. um, yeah, they're out. I mean, I'm surrounded by trees. But um, you know, we, we have them. But like, it is rare to see them during the day. Yeah. You know, at night, you hear them all over the place. But really? <laughs> yeah. Well, count me coming by your place. <laughs> because I am, I am on the prowl for sure. However, oh, your hawks, I mean, I got, I got your hawks, like dime a dozen over here. Oh, hawks are my, my chickens. Yo, hawks are my animal, man. I'm telling you, I have, ugh, I, 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 I don't want to get off topic, but <laughs> let me see if I could put this in here because I just took this picture to today. Oh my gosh. Breathtaking saw this guy so all weekend long i am looking for uh owls again all over and for the past several weekends i've been looking for owls let's see if i can i'm gonna put this i'm gonna put this up yeah see that i i yeah. just took this picture today i'm showing i'm showing um 
Brooke uh, on the um, video portion of the podcast, a picture that I just took today of a hawk. And um, but anyway, uh, definitely. My point was that I'm manifesting the hawk, but I'm sorry, manifesting the Yale, but the hawk. It just continues to like let me know of its presence in my life. And I could not be, oh, that was the point of this. My point was that we have to be aware of these subtle moments. And when, if, if you know you were not thinking about something and automatic and, and, and out of nowhere, it comes into your mind, that is more often than not a communication. And yeah. why I said that was because last night, I, I, ha, I don't sleep anymore at night. And last night, it was about three o'clock in the morning. I was up and I was meditating and I know my mind was clear. And out of nowhere, the idea of the owl came in and said, uh, the owl came in and said, you are nocturnal. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense because I don't sleep anymore. I mean, I'm literally, I'll wake up one, two, three o'clock in the morning and I'm up almost for the rest of the day. Um, <laughs> I know okay. we are so, as humans, we are so bound to this, like go to bed at 10 and wake up at six thing, you know? And it was not until my daughter, because that was, I was always a go to bed early, wake up early person. And it wasn't until my daughter that I realized, like at first I thought she was just trying to be cool, like staying up late or being on her phone or whatever, but no, she's nocturnal. My dad was nocturnal. Like she, you know, that's why I feel so bad for her that she has to go to school because it's not about, you know, in society we're like, well, you make sure she goes to bed early and you make sure that, you know, if you were a good parent, mm -hmm. I am a good parent because I'm letting her <laughs> be her own compass. Yeah. And she is a night person. She comes to life at night, her creativity, the everything, yep. you know, and then yep. poor baby's got to get up at six for school in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, most of my life I've lived by, yo, I, I mean, even now I'm eight thirty, nine o'clock I'm out and then I'll wake yeah. up at one and I'll be up for half the night. So I usually get about four hours of sleep a night and then I'm up. So, um, but anyway, that's what came in last night. And the point of that story was that it's so subtle. And when you know you're not thinking about a topic and it comes in, you almost know that that is uh, communication. Yeah. So and they'll practice, they'll practice with you, you mm -hmm. know? So it's like if, if uh, you feel like they've given you something, kind of say it out loud, kind of like give that like acknowledgement of like, oh, I got this, you know, because like they will give you small things. And it'll build and build and build. Like I said, this whole new thing of me, like talking to the plants out here has been blowing my mind, you know, but it's like, if I look back, they've been training me for a long time with little things. Yep. Like I have a friend that calls me and I want to wring her neck every time she says it. She's like, I don't know why I got this, or I don't think it's anything. And I'm like, it is something. Stop saying, I don't think it's anything. <laughs> it's always something. It's always something. <laughs> exactly. And, and that's the, the part of the belief thing too, you know, because it is sometimes so subtle that it could easily be missed or easily be uh, construed as, oh, well, that's just something else, you know, that get out of that mindset now. And, and then there's times you doubt, you know, cause it's like, I got, um, last night I woke up, I was up from like three to four 45 for some weird reason, but I kept getting a friend of mine, mm. um, like her name and just thinking about her. Didn't think anything of it because I think about her a lot. Oh, you and know, I'm outside again this morning, huh? You know, that's communication. Yes. And so I'm outside again this morning because I ignored it because they'll keep, they'll yeah. keep at you, you yeah. know? And so I was getting it again. And I was really, then I was really getting that like she's not okay. You know what I mean? But see, there's a difference between somebody's human and somebody's soul. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to reach out to her this morning. And I did. And she's like, well, I'm fine. I think I'm fine. You know? And so mm -hmm. things like that will happen and you will doubt what you were getting. Mm -hmm. But here's the bottom line. Her human right now may be fine. Her soul may be going through something right now that she doesn't know about. Because a lot of times when we're getting intuitive information, we're getting it from their souls. We're not getting it from their human, yep. you know, so maybe she does have a trial coming up, which even though they look negative, trials are always good. You know, mm -hmm. it's just more test. So, you know, even though, and so a lot of people will go, oh, well, I texted the person, they said they're fine. So I must've been wrong, you know, 
no, it doesn't necessarily mean you are wrong. It just means that they may not even be aware that they are going through something, Yep. you know, totally. But, and to add another thing to <clears throat> that, and, and that's, that's exactly right. What Brooke's saying in that, that they will keep poking at you to let you know. So it's a great example that if you keep getting someone's name or which happens to me all the time, there's something there. There's a reason that you are getting that information and you might want to reach out to the person. Um, mm -hmm. So definitely. You've done that with me. And yeah. like you said, Hey, are you okay? And like, and I'm thinking, okay, well, he's gotten something. But at the time I'm like, yeah, like I'm fine. Yeah. But you may have been getting that my soul was going through something or getting ready to go through something or had been through something, you know, it didn't mean that you were wrong, but my human's like, Oh yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And here's another one. All right. So now we're on to the next one. We've done clairvoyance, clairsentient ability, which is the ability to feel, but there are different aspects of feeling. So you, you, we already said you can feel the room, that, that energy, but it is all about feeling energy and the different ways in which we do. Sometimes you'll feel as if something's touching you too. Like that's that whew, man. Yeah. You, yes, you can definitely touch a ghost, a spirit. And, and I don't mean to use the, the word ghost, but you can definitely touch spirit and you feel that definitely. It's like a, it's like an electrical pulse in your fingers. Um, it is the coolest experience. Honestly, I've touched several. One just happened uh, last week, actually. It's pretty crazy. Um, but sometimes you just feel like a like just like a poking on you. These are all part of clairsentient ability. It's more physical on those on those aspects, but nonetheless, it's part of that clairsentient ability. And your your being aware of your baseline helps you greatly understand. There are different times you'll feel like a pulse in your leg. You'll feel um or twitches in your you know like a not now granted sometimes that could be like a lack of potassium or something but <laughs> you want to be aware especially if it's if it's a continuous thing um because my legs stretching at night and i never write and all of a sudden it's like oh that's my cue to write because if i would it would i would go back to sleep you know yeah and so now i write these random little weird messages matter of fact my one the other night it's been a while really weird random lines like uh one with fish on skates and i'm like so the first thing i do is try not to think about it at all i was like okay fish on skates i don't think about it mm -hmm. and the second thing i'll do is i'll google it maybe there's a metaphor out there that i've never heard of that yep. is fish on skates yep um but then i just have it in my mind by just i don't intentionally sit with it i just go about my day and something usually pops in mm -hmm. so what they told me about that which goes along with what we're talking about is I had the experience last summer where they more or less ended up explaining to me, anytime you see the word fish or hear the word fish, it means information. Mm. It means like information and wisdom and knowledge. And I was like, skates, skates get you there faster than walking gets you there. So what I came up to for what the fish on skates means is that we are getting more information faster than we've ever got it before. You know, and a lot of us are fully aware of that. And we know that's exactly what's happening, yep. which is why Chris felt so pressured to get this out there mm -hmm. because our communications, this is how it's going to end up being. We are getting warmed up mm -hmm. for how we are going to communicate in the future, for yep. how we're going to heal in the future, for yep. how we're going to get information in the future. Like these things have been pushed under a rug for so long. And we've been told so many lies to keep this out of us that it is we are all waking up now and realizing there's a whole new way to live and feel and see and connect and love people. Yes. And this is it. This is what is happening. And so we want as many people as possible to understand that you don't just have to be some special Long Island medium. I love her. She's great. You know, that she's special and you're not. We all have this ability yep. and we have to stop thinking that like, oh, well, we don't have that. We don't. We all do. And it is time to tap into it. And it is time to start practicing and learning because this is what we're all going to be doing more and more of as these veils keep thinning. Yes. Absolutely. All right. This is my channel's message. Love <laughs> it. Yes. Amen to that. And, and, and there are so many, like, we're just talking about the Claire's. I'll give you another. This is a game I play with my kids and develop their ability without them even really 
in a fun way that you can do with kids, which is so awesome. So you, and you know, we drive a lot. Uh, so what we'll do is I'll pick a number or a color and, you know, one to 10 or one to 20, whatever, whatever the range is, you could do one to a billion. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So, and, and I say, I emphasize that doesn't matter for a, for a true purpose here. So you pick the number and then everyone in the car gets a guess. But what you tell them is you say, sit with it, take a second to clear your mind. And what is the first number that comes to your mind and play these games with your kids, because that's going to start to develop their intuitive sense, their psychic ability, because you're getting into telepathy, you're getting into um, remote viewing, like you're going to tap into so much there and release fear. Guys, seriously, stop with the fear aspect and and like, oh, my gosh, if I open up, though, I'm opening up to low vibration. Knock that off. Your intentions are so powerful that if you if you keep thinking that, then you're creating it. You're bringing it to mm -hmm. think you're only. And the truth is, is most of the kids have come in ready. Totally. Like it's us older people that we have to be, our bodies have to be upgraded. Our DNA has to be upgraded. A lot of the younger ones have come in here already ready. Like yep. when I do, do these little exercises with my daughter, or when I tell her what was an epiphany to me, she looks at me like, and I'm an idiot, I'm an idiot and can't believe that I just realized that, yep. <laughs> you know, Exactly. but this is just, it's still helping them to realize, or it's letting them know as your, as the parent, it's letting them know that these things are okay. Yes. Cause they might hear from a friend's mom that, Oh, that's weird. If you're doing that or that's so as a parent doing those things, connecting with them, you're letting them know that that world is okay also, because yep. that is, that is this world. And that's where we're going to be more and more headed into. Keep your intentions and state your intentions of only dealing with those that walk in God's light. And that will be, that will set the intent and allow for um, that guidance to come through the light. Yes. But don't, don't, don't sit in that fear. Let that go and be yeah. very trusting, believing uh, what it is you're doing. All right. So the next one is your clear cognition. And this is essentially an inner knowing where sometimes you're just, you have, you just know, you know, and that could be something about a future, a futuristic event. It could be anything could be you know, some, uh, I don't know, think of something that you just know, and you're not even entirely sure how, you know, it comes from your claircognition, which also could be an aspect of the intuitive mind, which comes through the solar plexus and your third eye, those two locations. So, um, something to be aware of again, uh, and it's, it's a hard one to really get into too deeply. It's just something, you know, <laughs> and you don't know yeah. how or why, you know, yeah. um, there will people that have come to me and I'll be doing a reading for them. Uh, and I'll just be like, wait a second. I, you're, you, I know you are this, you know, and they're like, oh my God, how? And that's, it just, it, it comes through that clear, clear cognitive sense through the solar plexus and the, the third eye. So you want to develop those two areas. Um, the other one is Claire audience. Okay. Now the hearing aspect. Um, now I'm going to, I'm going to give you guys a tip here, how to develop your Claire audience. I, I hope that I have, or we have um, given you guys some understanding on how to develop them, but how to develop the Claire audience. Now you could go out in nature and say you go out on a summer night and you hear birds chirping, you hear frogs croaking and crickets, you know, okay, focus, try to pick out one of those sounds, whatever it is you hear, pick out one. And you could have cars going by as well. And you hear the cars, but what you want to do is drown out a sound, drown out one, two, three, whatever, but focus on one. And that will help you really begin to um, be aware of your hear hearing. And I'll tell you this, ringing in your ear is a thing. And again, left, right ear 
there is a significance. Sometimes you'll, you'll hear it in both ears. That's there's a significance to that. Um, so be aware of it and, and, and doing that one exercise that I just told you there will help you begin to establish your baseline and any changes in it. Yes. And the ringing in the ears, this has been brought to me a lot lately. If you look it up, you will hear like a very specific thing for just your right, a very specific thing for just your left. And while there is validity to what you read on that, it can still all be different. It can be sometimes like I had a friend the other day get ready to take a nap and she got a ring in her ears. And it was just simply something to bring her back to attention. She wasn't supposed to take a nap. She was supposed to, she went on social media. She ended up seeing a post that she was in a bad way. And this post just made her whole way, made her whole day. So it was simply just something to just uh, divert her, get her back on track, get her back on, you know, um, there's a thing to where if it's one ear, it is coming from your sub, it's being downloaded from your subconscious to Mm -hmm. your conscious mind. There's another ringing that is being downloaded from above to you, Mm -hmm. but you'll read all kinds of different things about the ear ringing, but just know it's just them getting your attention. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it is to like, oh, I was going to do this, but now I'm going to do this. You know, so I just have learned to just pay attention. And again, with the ear ringing, use your own intuition on what it meant at that time for you. Exactly. You know, exactly, exactly right. And don't get wrapped up if something isn't resonating at that moment. Don't get wrapped up in judging that. Just be okay with not knowing at that moment. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, now they, oh, the, the last one, uh, Claire cognition, uh, last one is, um, Claire tangency, which is the ability very similar to Claire sentient where you touch something, but this Claire sentient, you don't have to touch it. You can feel it regardless, uh, just being in the area or general vicinity. Claire tangency though, is the ability to touch something and acquire the information. So I had a, I was, um, this um <laughs> i was i was working with this uh one medium before and she wanted to test me so she gives me an object and i never i never did this before she gives me an object and she starts asking me questions and no no kidding i started getting information on her and it was interesting cuz i started to get information about she had health issues that i was unaware of that were coming through and i was getting the information by holding this object. And yeah, she was uh, dumbfounded at that, that, you know, that, um, that that was happening and coming through. But this is what I, this is, there's a reason I'm telling you this story. And that is, you cannot control. So this woman wanted information about money and finances, and I was getting information about her health. And the point of this story is, you cannot ever control what information comes to you or when it comes to you. And that is extremely important to understand mediums, communication. It's almost like doctors. We specialize, you specialize in specific types of communication. Would I love to get information about uh, like the Long Island medium and how she gets all this information that's like special or privy to this dimensional realm like she'll get your grandmom and she'll know that she was like an excellent cook or loved to like crochet or something like that i don't get that kind of information not to say that i can't but that's that i tell people all the time that's what's hard for people and i'm sure you see this a lot chris that when people come to you for a reading and you're getting something their human is like no exactly You'll get that because like you said, she's dealing on the human level. Like, I don't need somebody to tell me that my grandmom crocheted. I know that, Uh (laughs) you know what I mean? Not to be, but that's what you get a lot of times. Like, you know, you get on the beach, you get a reading and they're like, oh, you're very adventurous. You're very, well, no shit, Sherlock. I know what I am. (laughs) You know what I mean? Not to put that down because they're they're still working on, they're still using their gifts. So that's great. Exactly. You know, but a lot of what um, I get from people, like I said, is on the soul level. Yeah. So this human might be coming to me wanting on the human level to know about their finances. Yep. Well, I guess on the soul level, 
they don't give two shits about your finances. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. They, they do when they know yeah. you need it. They will, you, they will always provide, not just yep. what you um, need. Sometimes it's even what you want. They do okay. provide, yep. but more on the soul level, they're more concerned about your health and your spiritual growth and your soul growth. And so they're going to give you that kind of information when you're dealing with the higher realms, Yep. you know, the nurse would be like, Hey, go down to the corner store today. And you're going to like find 10 bucks. You know what I mean? Like yeah, 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 that's yeah. on, that's on this realm. That's yep. information from like this realm. Yep. So. Exactly. Right. So just don't get caught up in, oh, especially if someone were to ever come to you and say, yeah, I want, oh, I, I want you to tell me about my marriage or who's the man of my dreams or when am I going to get married or when am I going to, you know, make a million dollars or something like that. That's, that's great. And some of you out there could probably get that information. But what, it, what my point is and what our point is, don't get, don't hold on to the idea if you're not getting it when you want, you can't control that. The information yeah. that comes through is meant to come through for a reason. And, and we have to be very aware of that and very open and understanding to that idea. There is no control here. We don't control information. We, we that that's just not a thing. Yeah. Um, all right. So next one. Now this is not a Claire per se, but it's basically, it's what I do. You know, I channel information. So, and when I channel, there are different ways to channel. There are people that get real deep and don't know anything that they're saying. Um, I apologize. I forget what they call them. I am what they call like a um, trance, maybe like a trance. Yeah, exactly. They get into a trance state. Yes. And, and, and I've met people that do that and it's really, really awesome. Um, like they're uh, able to just completely step to the side. Like they're able to put their consciousness to the side and just be this open, open, you know, with no ego in the way, no, they're able to step completely to the side. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And you're exactly right. It's, it's, they're in some kind of trance. I don't do that. I am what they call a, um, a conscious channeler. So I'm, I'm monitoring basically as I channel. However, in my way of communicating in my channel, they, and you guys are all capable of doing this too. It's information that is passed telepathically. Mm -hmm. And, and that is huge to the means of communication from the spiritual realm, because we are getting information telepathically, whether you're channeling or it's just coming through one of these other means, you are getting it. Yeah, so. that's what I was going to say. Most of us are channels, and sometimes we don't even know when we were used as a channel. That's yep. why I said you could be at a restaurant and somebody's just like, oh, I feel like I'd come over here and tell you, you know what I mean? Or they just say something that ended up meaning something to you. That person didn't even realize that they were being used as a channel. Exactly. You know, when I kind of went off a few minutes ago in the podcast where I started rambling and talking with my pressured speech, that was information just coming. Like that was me not thinking about what I was saying. So that was an example of channeling. So it really, a lot, most of us do this. Yes. Whether we're aware of it or not. Exactly. You know? Writing is another form of channeling. So mm-hmm. channel writing where, and how you could do this is ask your guides to step forward, ask them a question, and then start writing on your own. And as you're writing, just understand that they're going, they are going to step forward and offer you messages through that writing. Then when you're done, go back and read what you wrote and you might understand or realize at that moment, wow, I don't think that was all me. Like there's something more here. Yes. The, and so channeling is so huge, so important. Um, channeling through art is another big one. Uh, a lot of people do that. Um, yeah. Music is, is they, is, they don't realize most exactly. people that do this, do not even realize they yep. did it. Yep. My one friend with her art, something she did for me 20 some years ago for my wedding ended up playing a part when my guides were trying to tell me who I was. Yep. They were like, look at this picture. You are blue in this picture, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, and I called Jenny, of course she did. She wasn't conscious that that was why she did that. But it's like, here, 20 years later, they used a piece of her art 
that she must have intuitively known that I was mm-hmm. a blue being, you know? <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly right. And it's, just, it's so cool. It really how is. It all works. It totally is. But it all starts with the baseline the meditative state, getting in there, knowing your body enough to understand when things change in it, whether it's something you feel vibration on your arm, your leg, or you feel tingles on, on your head, or you just get a download of information, um, of like just inner knowings where it's like, Whoa, why do I understand this subject now? Um, or you start to get information from an actual, like, hey, I am so-and-so and I am here. Like, I got that for a student before where I started to feel something. And then uh, at, at I started to get information telepathically through this where they were saying, we are here for this student. We are here to help. And um, uh, like a minute later, yeah, just it was so crazy. The student jumps out of her chair and threw a blanket over her face and no one knew why, but literally a second before that I heard we're here for her. We're here to help. So it was yeah. interesting. Um, yeah. So anyway, all right, well, that's about it. Uh, those are all the Claire's that I want to talk about. If you have anything, Brooke. No, because I know that I know that you have to be somewhere. So I was trying not to, but the writing it's a really cool thing. It is, um, it, um, I did, sometimes you get your mind blown the first time you do it. Sometimes it takes practice, mm-hmm. but sometimes and you just start writing like, hi, my name is Brooke. I love pizza. Like just start anything that's coming into your head. And before you know it, your words kind of start changing. So just to start writing, you can write, write anything you want. Anything that's on the top of your head and it'll start to change. They will somehow give you a weird validation because I was like questioning it. I was like, ah, I think I wrote this. And I was doing it on a piece of scrap paper where my, my friend was taught, my, my friend with autism gave this binary code and I wrote it up top. Mm-hmm. And at the end, when I was second guessing what I wrote, they said, count the ones, there's 12 of them. And I was like, I looked at the top of the paper and I counted the ones. I was like, oh, there's 12. So that was like the confirmation for me that see, this is not coming from you. Yep. The biggest way to get messages from spirit is to question them you know simply like it's okay for you to question it's okay for you to go hey is there really something to this numbers thing like i just think i'm seeing them because of this i had a friend do that one time we went into a store two seconds later she got her answer because of what that receipt came up with like ask them you it's okay for you to doubt and question that opens it up for them to really show you yeah you know yep but be okay with not receiving it, you know, maybe two seconds later in Brooks. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I will say these things are happening faster, but no, yeah. I've gotten something and haven't gotten answer, haven't got that answer for like a month, you know, or two months or sometimes years that it's finally come back in a different way, oh, yeah. you know, but yes, but, um, yeah, I'm yeah. still working on my owl. <laughs> yeah. The more you practice the, 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 and you understand their communication with you, the faster it will get. Yep. You know, but there's still some things that you'll wait weeks, months, years yep. for yep. when the time is right for you to know it, mm-hmm. exactly. you know, so it's all about timing. It's like, there's stuff I probably wanted to know that I probably wasn't ready to know, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like, so they, they know, they know when you're ready. You just got to trust them. <laughs> they know what they're doing. Yeah. It seems as if like, it'll start out with, they'll plant a seed in your mind where and I'll give you, for instance, the light body. When I, when I first heard about the light body, I didn't know what it was. And I kept reading this same thing over and over again. And I couldn't go away from it, but that's communication. They're letting me know, keep going, you know, keep persevering, keep pushing, kept reading it, reading it. And year goes by a year goes by. And I still was like, what is, I can't figure this out. And then out of nowhere, it hit me. Oh, my light. I told you guys the story about how I even started this journey. My bedroom light was turning on. I knew it was talking to me. I didn't know what it was saying. Started in October and then it start every day or uh, once a week, twice a week, three times. And then every day. And then in January, it was almost the end of January. 
it hit me out of nowhere. Claire cognitively, I didn't know how it came in. I just knew. And this was a, this is an, a great representation of what Claire cognition is. So this light turning on, and then I went to it and I said, oh my gosh, I know what you're telling me. And this is how my journey started. I know what you're telling me. My bedroom light would literally turn on sometimes when I was there, sometimes when I wasn't and nobody was in the house, it would just turn on. Yeah. And uh, I went to the light this one day that started in October. It's now the end of January. I couldn't figure it out. And um, I said, oh my gosh, you're telling me I am the light. You're telling me I need to turn my own light on and be the light. I swear to you, my bedroom light stopped turning on that day. Yes. I, I said to my light, Claire cognitive, <laughs> co Claire cognitively, I got the information. I said to my light, I'm going to turn my light on and I'm going to change my complete way of thinking. And I did. Yes. And it stopped coming on. So that's what they do for us. Like I am still trying to get to the bottom of what is going on with my breathing. And yeah, I could say that you know, I smoke cigarettes, so I'm probably just sick or I'm just this. My, my intuition is telling me that that's not it, that there is something I'm supposed to be doing. And until I find that this is not going to clear, but I've been since October to where I cannot breathe. It's very interesting. That is but like I said, ego tells me I'm sick. Spirit tells me, no, no, no. We're using this as your compass Yes. right now. Yep. So. I love yeah. that. I love that quote. We're using it as your compass. Like, yeah, it's, it's something that could be perceived low vibrational, you know, but mm -hmm. look at it with such beauty. Well, look, awesome. a lot of people with a flickering light, like you had, they might consider that low vibrational. They might go, Oh, I got something in my house flickering in my light. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that was your compass for that information. Yep. Yep. You know, totally. Man, that's so awesome. Okay. All right, cool. Well, anyway, about that thing, I was thinking that I had to go a little bit earlier. Uh, my wife went and took care of that for me. So, oh, awesome. That's why I was kind of like rushing. I was kind of rushing because I kept, I knew you had to be somewhere. Okay, so cool. We can relax just a little bit. Yeah. Good. Um, but we'll finish up if that's okay. Yes, that's great. Awesome. All right. Uh, I'll just go ahead and channel. And hey, if okay. you, if you ever want to, I know you do in the middle. And, you know, as you're talking, but if you ever want to, you are always and absolutely welcome to do it. I know I probably should practice, but I just feel like my method is just as I'm speaking. Like, I feel like almost everything I say is just being channeled as I'm speaking. You know, I feel even before we do a podcast, I feel that energy start even before a podcast. And I feel like it's just coming out as I'm talking. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're right. And uh, there are times even. Uh, I, I know, I, I know that you do that. There are times I feel that as well. Uh, there was one instance today. I felt that, um, I mean, I feel it happens, but sometimes I just feel it more. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the significance is there, but that is so cool. All right. Mm. So right now, guys, I'll walk you through my process. All I'm doing right now I'll close my eyes. And the reason that I close my eyes is to help me with my focus. So I make sure that my focus is completely on me. And by doing that, my mind then kind of quote unquote clears or allows space for them to come in. That's all I'm doing here. So I make sure that my focus is solely on me. And typically I'll go down to my heart and I'll just kind of focus on that area um, or my stomach. We are grateful, Enoch, speaking for this acquisition of information that has been bestowed upon you all. We are so mightily grateful for this and eager to communicate with all of you. We are asking for you all. See, now, right now, I feel energy around my legs. I can feel like tingles. So that's something. No, so right now, and I apologize, I don't mean to stop Enoch, but I'm telling you guys this because, okay, so now as I'm channeling, I am now monitoring what's going on around my legs. Now, I'm not getting any information from it, but I can feel it. 
So what I would say is that's probably Enoch's energy that I'm feeling around my legs. And we are grateful for this. We do say with great clarity, this is aspects of great truth. We are with Christopher now, and he is sensing our energetic vibration that is intermixing with his auric field. The auric field is something we are encouraging you all to be aware of. It is the energy at which you carry with you through your chakra system that permeates the physical body and extends password outwardly through you. It is something that is extremely important to the energetic vibration that you are exuding. And we encourage you all to be very cognizant, cognizant of this in addition to very clear in what, what energy you want to carry. The energy that we are speaking of clearly is high vibrational energy. We are encouraging you to be more high vibrational in your thought process. I just saw a hawk in my third eye. Uh, so just to, to, to let you all know, and this is important. There are aspects of communication that, that, that yes, do come to you all, whether it be through guides or your own representation of soul that is connected to you in heavenly realms above the third dimension. It is important possible to understand that your own souls can be communicating with you in addition to your guides and archangels angels ascendant masters etc there is a plethora of team members that are designated to each human being that is in the physical form and guides that are capable of communicating with souls when we all pass when you all humans form when in the human form pass we are grateful for that clarity. We ask you to be very aware of this communication that you receive in the physical form, as it is very important to your process moving forward and your alignment to your light and your purpose in life. The purpose at which all of you are here is so that you can ascend. Ultimately, that is why you are all here. And ascension does come with the direct communication from your guides, from your soul, and your team members. Again, I'm seeing a winged hawk, just letting you all know. The hawk that Christopher continues to see is a representation of communication for we are issuing communication to you now. We are showing this as a representation of truth through his third eye. There is communication that comes through the hawk and thus comes to you now. He is a messenger as so through this communication indicating we are indicating, okay, I apologize. It seems a little broken up there, but what I think they're saying is that, that we are messengers and that they're just showing me the hawk as a representation of the information that's coming to you now. Yes, and we are grateful for this. Again, I see another one, but perched on a tree. We tell you now, we are grateful for this information and we ask that you all begin the aspects of developing your means of communication. Each aspect of communication that you have is very important. Although we do caution you, each individual has a strength in another area. For instance, your clairvoyance might be strong in one human aspect, but the another human next to you might not be as strong. One might be better at telepathic communication as Christopher is, not so much with uh, clairvoyance, although he does see as indicated here today with the hawk. What we tell you this is we ask you to be very patient with all of yourselves as you develop, understanding that your gifts will develop in the time frame at which they will, and the information that you are intended to get will always come through. And it is something to trust greatly. We ask you to be patient with not only yourselves, but with the individuals around you as you provide and move about this realm. Provide information to them. You will, though, as you begin to develop yourselves. And this is something that we are grateful for, eager to assist all of you with. We are welcoming you all with open arms into the heavenly realm and the divine communication that comes and is readily available to you. Again, I see it, what looks like a hawk or a bald eagle flying, wings open, spread far. We continue to show these images as representations of the spiritual realm and different ways in which communication come to you. It is not only through the physical gifts that each one has, as was indicated, but 
they are the primary ones we want you to focus on. These are all important messages that you get, but the information that comes directly through your auric field are very important to understand when the timing is right for you to understand them. In the meantime, we ask for great patience and trust in who you are as a divine being and where you are going as a divine society. We are watching all over all that is occurring within this realm, and we are with great trust and love understanding that all of you are beginning to awaken and ascend more on a cognitive level. And we say with great love and peace, always, we are with you. Come to us with your communication and allow us to be your guides as you move about this realm so that this realm will ascend to its highest extent possible in your lifetime. And we thank you. Thank you. Go in great peace, always. Awesome. Nice. All right. Thank you. It's just basically like how important it is for us to recognize our communication from above all of us you know just that it, it is that important you know and that's the whole so we said it, it doesn't matter the way you got to your belief system whether it was through a religion whether it was through a you know not religion whether it was through being outside with nature however it is for you the main goal for all of us is how do you connect to spirit yep. the whole thing of our whole journeys is finding your connection to spirit. However that happens for you individually, that's the goal. It's mm -hmm. for us to connect to, to spirit. Totally. Um, like I said, moving forward, I'm not telling you to ignore the external, you know, because I, I don't know your role. Your role might be a role in the external, you know, so I'm not going to tell you don't pay attention to any of it and just, cause I don't know your role. Great. Um, but do you still, even if you are involved in things that are going on, because you feel a pull to it, or you feel like you're playing a role here, great. Just still learn how to go back and be in that peaceful spot, you know? And there are some beings that are here right now that their sole purpose is to completely ignore the external and to be completely on the inside because they are the ones you're anchoring that solid light. So I can't tell you what your role is. You have to feel what your role is. You know, but either way, whether you are involved in the external, know that you have to eventually come back and find that peace at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. It was going to be all about finding what's in you right now, whether you're involved with the external or not. You Amen. know, but it's Amen. moving ahead, find the inner peace. <laughs> That's awesome. Man, that was so beautifully said, Brooke. Thank you. So true. If, if it was beautifully said, then it was channeled. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing Brooke usually says is eloquent. So. That was awesome. That was awesome. So if I said something that was beautiful, it was channeled. <laughs> that, that was such beautiful, great truth that you just, mm, that was awesome. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys too. Appreciate you all. We really do. And I'm sorry for the sporadicness of when these comes on these shows, when we do these shows, um, yeah. you know, I'm sorry. It is what it is. And you know. lucky for Chris, I'm a sporadic person. Like he'll, he hit me up at 11 today. He's like, can I do a podcast today? And I'm like, all right, like now. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. I was ready to jump on, but he had to go run around as us parents do, you know? And, uh, I was like, well, hit me up later or tomorrow. And then he asked again. I was like, oh yeah, okay. I can go do this right now. <laughs> so yeah, but I, I work good sporadically, you yeah. know? Thank you for that. So that's, I must be why we were teamed up. Totally. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're totally a team. Well, I appreciate that, Brooke. Thank you. And thank you. I all appreciate you. You're welcome. And you guys. <laughs> totally. Have a go on guys. Thank you. Enjoy. Yeah.